Welcome everybody to Dual Threat Radio. JNR here, partner. What's going on, man? Hey, man, it's your boy Rigo speaking the truth, week in, week out. How you been, George? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you? You sound better. I don't hear uh, any more remnants of that uh, bronchitis, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, man, I'm, pr- I'm pretty much, I say at about a 95% right now, you know, but the great. Uh, we play injured, you know, we were, the season, it's hard to be at 100%. I'm glad to see you're better, you know, our health is definitely one thing we take for granted. You know, at least I'm speaking for myself. But you know what, it's week nine, this is episode nine, let's get straight into it. Let's go, with, let's start with our uh, week eight recap. So, I had a pretty decent record, I went 12 and three, uh, not too shabby, and my overall record's at 76 and 45. Rigo, what you got, man? This is my best week by far. I went 13 and two, got the number one seed and home field advantage for these playoffs. Uh, I honestly need a backtrack to see my overall record because I don't have it all written down together. But this week was great, 13 and two. Hopefully, we'll keep it rolling for this upcoming week. Yeah, we both got home field advantage, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> so let's start it off. You had a Thursday nighter. You had the Redskins at the Vikings. The Vikings won with a score of 19 and nine. Um. I don't know. I don't have much to say about this game. Uh, you know what? It was supposed to be Kirk Cousins' comeback game where he was going to throw it, but it wasn't a great game for him. Uh, didn't throw a touchdown. Low-scoring game. It was it was kind of a snoozer. Case Keenum, I think, went down with injury again. Yeah, Haskins, so Haskins came in. came in and threw another pick. Uh, I think he has yet to throw a touchdown, but he's thrown plenty of picks. I think the Redskins are, you know, starting to see what Dwayne Haskins is, and I, I don't know why they picked this guy. I do not see this guy being a starting quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of it might have to do with coaching and whatnot, but, you know, you got to give the kid time. I mean, not everyone was good their rookie year, but who knows? Next up, he had the Seahawks at the Falcons, and the Seahawks were blowing out the Falcons for a while there. The Seahawks won with a score of 27-20. to 20. Did anything stand out to you in this game? Kept it consistent. You know, not too many yardage, but got two touchdowns, no picks. He's only thrown one pick the whole season. Keeping it consistent. Uh, the Seahawks are rolling. They're 6-2. and two. You know, they're sticking right there game for game with the Niners. You know, I know they're two, they got two losses, Niners undefeated. But they're st- sticking it close. That division is really tight. Definitely. And, I mean, you got the Rams looking a little rejuvenated as well. So it's going to be packed. It's going to be packed in the NFC West. Next up, you had the Eagles at the Bills. The Eagles made a statement. They won with the score of 31-13. And you know what? Every time the Eagles get a get a good road win, they're showing that they can win on the road. And, uh, you know, luckily we both picked them to win. So that, that, was, that was pretty good to see them win on the road. What would you think of this game? Yeah, you know what? Uh, it's just that, you know, it's what I said. The Bills defense, you know, obviously in this game they weren't as great. But let's be honest, uh, the Bills defense, we're holding offense, but it's the Bills offense that is that is the problem. You know, this offense really can't uh, score points that much. You know, don't let the numbers fool you. Josh Allen, you know, two touchdowns, no picks, uh, ran 45 yards. But if you saw his continuous percentage, 16 of 34, that's under 50%. Uh, you know, when you're throwing under a 50%, you're leaving a lot of stuff on the table. Even if you don't throw a pick, that's just so much stuff you're leaving on a, on on the table points-wise. I think that's the Bills' biggest problem, scoring points. And, you know, obviously, 
as weeks go by, teams have more tape on this defense. They're going to be a little bit more prepared for it. And that offense just can't get it going. But like I said, I, I really thought this was just going to be the Eagles were going to be able to outscore them. Exactly what happened. Yeah, and you know, say that Buffalo does make the playoffs. Um, I'm a little concerned about their offense, like you mentioned. I, I I see them being one and done if they do make the playoffs. Next up, you had the Chargers at the Bears, and unfortunately, the Bears lost this game. Good old fashioned. <laughs> Chargers won with the score of 17 to 16. Uh, Mitch Trubisky drove his team down to field goal range, and unfortunately, the kicker missed a kick. Do you think Chicago's in trouble for the remainder of the season? Uh, yes, they are. I told Chicago, if Chicago would have listened to this podcast, they would have known. <laughs> Throw Teddy Bridgewater an offer. Look, the Saints would have taken something because he's going to be a free agent on the offseason. A team's going to offer him a nice starting contract. He's gonna take it. You gotta, you, you know, you gotta get the bag. But I think, I think the Bears, you know, I think the Bears are going through the fact that, you know, they don't want to like basically admit they whiffed. They moved up in the draft to get Mitch Trubisky. This was their, you know, their guy. Let's be honest, this is not a franchise quarterback. You know, me, I'd say maybe a backup, but starting quarterback, no. The Bears definitely need to move on. They definitely have troubles for the rest of the season. With this quarterback, I see the defense kind of starting to give up on them, too, because they're tired of their offense not being able to win a game. Uh, I think the Bears are in deep trouble. The Chargers are just a mess. They truly I mean, are. Chargers have really great players. I don't know what's going on with them. I predicted this, but it's a lot worse than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, and I think what's even more heartbreaking for Bears fans is uh, the reality setting in that Mitch Trubisky is not a franchise quarterback. And Bears fans could have had Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes, boys. So it's got to be all tears in Chicago right now. <laughs> Next up, you had the Giants at the Lions, and the Lions finally scratched their way into getting a victory. The Lions won with a score of 31 to 26. This actually looked like it was a really good game. What did you think of this? Uh, just looking at the Lions record, three, three, and one. I this is why I hate ties, like. Yep, it just preach. looks so weird. I, I I still think I can't believe they didn't win that first game against you know the Cardinals. They would have been four and three. But like you said, they finally got that win that they've been scratching after like past two weeks. Really solid game for Matt Stafford. Uh, you know, Giants also kept kept it close. You know, I gotta say, Danny Dimes, man, what a night for Danny Dimes. Three hundred and twenty-two yards, four touchdowns. So you know, Giants seem to be moving in the right direction. Saquon Barkley had 64 yards, you know, coming back from that injury he had, you know, getting back to his old self. He caught, he, you know, he he did 79 yards receiving. I think the Giants are moving in the right direction. Danny Dimes had a hell of a game, but, you know, these Lions finally scratched the win. It was definitely a good game. Yeah, it's exciting. You know, uh, you got a great young team in New York, and, you know, maybe down the stretch, hopefully they can make something happen because – Saquon and Danny Dimes, it, they look promising for that offense. Next up, you had the Raiders at the Texans, and Deshaun Watson came up clutch on the final drive, uh, win, winning the game for his team. The Texans won with a score of 27-24. to 24. And I got to be honest, man, I thought the Raiders were going to take this one, but pretty good game overall. You know one thing that I'm starting to see the Raiders need to learn? They need to learn how to close the game. Uh because in a, in a couple of games, they've gotten up, you know, starting the game first half, first three quarters, 
And then towards the end, they just always let the team have a big surge. You know, like they say, the great teams don't let a team stick around. They knock them out. Uh, the Raiders are having a problem. They let the team stick around way too long. They give them a shot. And teams, you know, that's coming to bite them. They're they're losing these games very close. Like that Bears game that they won. They completely dominated the Bears first half. Third, fourth quarter, they almost let them come back and take the victory for them. Same thing here, but the Texans actually got it done. Uh, the Raiders need to learn how to close games right now because, you know, Chiefs starting to look better and better in the division. You know, got to make up some ground. Uh, one thing, you know, bad for the Texans, J.J. Watt did go out. It's been confirmed that he will be out for the rest of the season. Big loss for the Texans. He's, you know, a big part of that team leadership-wise, playing-wise. Uh, you know, so that's definitely a big loss for the Texans. Yeah, we'll touch more on J.J. Uh, during our topic segment. Next up, you had the Jets at the Jaguars, and the Jaguars won with a score of 29-15. of 15. Not much to say about this one, man. Uh, any comments? A ball Gardner Minshew, man. 279 yards, three touchdowns. Definitely getting going. I think he's starting to come into his own. Uh, I the Jags are really going to have to look at this, and they're going to have to make a decision because, uh, you know, these Jags are playing good with Gardner Minshew. I think, you know, he's starting to come into his own. Uh, I feel like the team really likes him. They have a good dynamic. I think they're going to have to make a decision whether they're going to keep him or give the job back to Nick Foles. Sam Darnold, uh, two touchdowns, three picks, you know, not looking good. I was never that high on Sam Darnold. Uh, some people think he's, you know, a future franchise quarterback, that he's great. Uh, I don't see it. I don't see it, and he hasn't never done anything to prove me wrong. Yeah, I don't see it either. I, I think I think Darnold is just an average quarterback as at best, and I, I think he'll end up becoming a backup in this league. Next up, another showdown in London. You had the Bengals versus the Rams, and the Rams won with the score of 24-10. to 10. Comments? Uh, you know what? Cooper Cup had himself a game in this one. Seven receptions for 220 yards. 31 yards per reception on average. He had himself a hell of a game. You know, Jared Goff played good too. It was just a great game for Cooper Cup. Like you said, the Rams seem to be finding their way. They're now 5-3. and three. That division, you know, that every, every team's right there vying for a position. The Rams don't want to get left behind. Um, they're making a little surge. Yeah, it'll be exciting the next time the Niners and Rams get together. Next up, you had the Saints and the Cardinals. And Drew Brees making his return. The Saints won blowing out the Cardinals. They won with the score of 31-9. What'd you think of this? Definitely a great game for Drew Brees. You know, he came back uh, like he never left. Uh, you know, I think he was starting to get scared that people were going to think Teddy Bridgewater could carry this team without him. Uh, so he definitely made his return, played great. You know, the Saints are an overall great team. We'll see how they continue throughout the season, but definitely good signs for New Orleans that Drew Brees came back and just picked it up like he never left. Yeah, anytime a player uh, gets hurt and comes back, it's always great to see them perform at a high level. Next up, the Bucks and the Titans. The Titans won with the score of 27-23. to 23. Uh, I don't know what to say about this game. Uh, you know what? The Titans, uh, Ryan Tannehill had himself a good game. But Titans don't get fooled by what Tannehill is. Uh, you know what he is. He can win you some games. He can have flashes. 
but don't get full tight ends. You guys definitely need to go out and get a new quarterback. There's a lot of quarterbacks coming in this draft. Uh, I think they should definitely take a shot with one. Because the Titans aren't an awful team, I just think they really need to secure up their quarterback position. Yeah, you know, it'll be interesting to see um, if any teams will overpay for either Winston or Mariota. I feel like the Bucks might try to keep Winston, but, you know, anything could happen. Yeah, uh, the Bucks they just don't seem like they're keen to move off Winston. I think they believe that's their guy for some reason. You know, teams have done that in the past. I think the Titans are definitely going to move off Mariota. Uh, hopefully they don't decide that Ryan Tannehill is their future quarterback. Hopefully they, you know, they go off for somebody. Hey, Teddy Bridgewater is going to be on that market. <laughs> Did you see that post um, on NFL memes? How uh, the Bucks GM or owner, I don't know which one, but how they have a burner account to basically defend Jameis Winston when people are roasting him and shit. <laughs> I thought that shit was hilarious. Somebody's got to make him feel good about himself because everybody watching him play is just seeing how awful he is. He's truly a turnover machine. Um, <laughs> I find it hilarious. Next up, oh man, I was so pumped for this game. You had the Panthers at the 49ers. Final score, 49ers 51, Panthers 13. The 49ers advanced to 7-0. and And boy, oh boy, what a game. Running back Tevin Coleman had 11 carries for 105 yards, three rushing touchdowns, plus one receiving. And that 49ers defense, man, looking ferocious. Number two defense in the league, three picks and seven sacks. And what about Nick Boza? My boy had a day. Did you catch this game at all? Uh, I did watch part of it, actually. Uh, you are right. Nick Bosa just had a, one of the one of the great games. He could have culminated by scoring a touchdown. Uh, you know, he was just gassed out, I think, by the time he was getting to the end zone. He's playing like, like a said, warrior. The 49ers defense just shut down the Panthers. You know, my boy Christian McCaffrey got his yards, but they, had, they really had no type of, of real throwing game. It was just, you know... It wasn't a great game. Kyle Allen threw three picks. Um, it was an overall bad game for the Panthers. The Niners defense is serious, and their offense really got it going this game too. Yeah, you know, Kyle Allen with three interceptions again, and uh, it was pretty impressive because he hadn't thrown a pick since he's been starting, so it felt pretty nice to see that defense uh, play takeaway against this Panthers team. But you know what, you man? Know, I'm. Go ahead. It was the undefeated Kyle Allen versus the undefeated Niners. The Niners handed Kyle Allen his first loss as a starter. I got to be honest with you, man. This this 49ers team is looking great, man. Like, even better than the Harbaugh years, in my opinion. But you know what? I'm not going to try to I'm not gonna try to jinx it. I'm just going to take it game by game. And uh, I'm excited for this uh, upcoming game against Arizona. Hey. That honestly, that just seems like another W to me. Hey, hopefully, I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> All right, man. Next up, another nail biter. You had the Broncos at the Colts, and Jacoby Brissett led the Colts on a last-minute drive, winning the game of to winning the game with the score of fifteen to thirteen. Did you catch this at all? I didn't catch this game at all. Um, the Colts just, uh, like you said earlier to me, the Colts just really great coaching, great overall team. You know, one thing I do have to say about the Colts, and don't get me wrong, Jacoby Brissett 
has been playing good, you know, no doubt about it. But the Colts, the way they are built, that's the Super Bowl contender team. And I know they gave Jacoby Brissett a two-year contract. He's got this year and next year. But in all reality, I feel they do need a maybe if they have the chance, if there's still a quarterback in the draft that they kind of like, definitely take them because I think this team is built for, you know, being a Super Bowl contention team. I don't think that Jacoby is the guy that will get you there. I think he'll win you two games during the regular season. But I, I don't think he's going he's gonna to lead you to the promised land. And this team is built to get to the promised land. I agree. I agree. It'll be, uh, it'll be interesting uh, come playoffs, man. I'm really excited for all these teams. Next up, you had the Browns at the Patriots. And your Patriots, man, they're continuing to look dominant. They went with the score of 27-13, to 13, and the Patriots advanced to 8-0. and 0. Tell the people about this game. You know what? I will say the Browns did lose, but there was one thing I liked about the Browns. You know, they, they made some stupid-ass mistakes because Freddie Kitchens, I don't know what he's doing as a head coach. They could have probably given me the job, and, we'd be, and I could do it as good as he does. <laughs> but the one thing that I did like is that they – they stuck to a game plan that I that I thought why they are not playing like this the whole time. They run, you know, Nick Chubb, twenty carries, one hundred and thirty-one yards. That's great. Their receiving core, they spread it around. Jarvis Landry caught five for sixty-five yards. Odell caught five for fifty-two yards. Harris caught two for thirty-three. Hilliard caught four for twenty-four. They spread the ball around and they ran it. That's the way these Browns need to play. So even though they lost. I mean, they lost to the Patriots, you know. There's, there's, how would you say this? Um, there's no shame in losing to no the Patriots. No shame in losing to the Patriots. But what I like is that they played a game, they played a style of game that I've been saying that's the way these Browns need to play every single name game. Focus on the run. It'll open up your options. You've got great options on the outside. I'm excited to see what the team is going to be with Kareem Hunt. And, you know, for my Patriots, kept it going, 8-0. and Great start. I'm not gonna say here we go a 16 and 0 because you know that's kind of, that's really hard to do. But they're off to an extremely great start. This defense is just keeping it going. I mean, what this defense is doing really just you know how low scoring they're keeping our team. This this week against the Ravens, you know, going to be a really good test. But I I just man these Patriots, this team. I'm yeah. I'm really happy about this team. Yeah, it's looking great, promising, definitely. They do have some challenges coming up, though, so I'll, I'll be excited to see how that defense does against uh, one of the better offenses, you know, in the league. Next up, you had a Sunday nighter, Packers at the Chiefs, and the Chiefs, despite not having Mahomes, hung in there, man. The Packers won with a score of 31-24. to 24. Anything to say about this game? You know, uh, really happy to see that the Chiefs, uh, was stuck in this game without, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes. They were around till the end. This was a really good game. You know, Moore had a pretty good game. 267 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, 305 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. He started to make his case for MVP if he really keeps it up right now. He could definitely be in that MVP race at the end of the year. These Packers are getting it going, man. I see them week to week, and I feel like every week they're just getting better. They're definitely a Super Bowl contender. Uh, you know, I had them 
I had to make them the NFC championship game. I really think this Green Bay Packers team is for real. We'll see till they play the Niners. <laughs> nah, they're looking good. Um, you know, despite rookie head coach, uh, it's going to be a good battle. Uh, they're definitely going to be one of the best teams in the, in the NFC. And to close the week off, you had the Monday Nighter, the Stinker. You had the Dolphins at the Steelers. The Steelers won with a score of 27 to 14. And I think the I think the Dolphins forgot they were tanking because at some point they were up 14 to zero. <laughs> did you catch this game? Uh, I actually. I actually did not watch this game. I'm not going to lie. You didn't even turn on TV for this game. But uh, like you said, I think the Dolphins messed around and forgot they were tanking and got up 13-0 and then they decided, you know what, hey, we got to we gotta, we gotta, uh, take our foot off the gas for these next three quarters. But, you know, hey, uh, this, this was really like, you know, the Dolphins are tanking. Not a surprise. We pretty much know every – I, I think they're going to go 0-16. Possibly, possibly, one in fifteen. The Steelers uh, doing a lot better than expected. I know the record is three and four, but that is better than what I expected. They're playing better than what I expected. You know, after losing their players, uh, Ben Roethlisberger going down, um, they're keeping it together, kind of there. Yeah, you know that defense is playing great, and uh, the way the Browns are playing, and you know. Possibly the uh, the Steelers could try to make a push for the wild card. I'm not gonna lie. Maybe the last spot. You know they are three and four, but it, it's it's exciting right now in uh, Pittsburgh. If you have a defense, you know. Well, that does it for our week eight recap. Um, you want to say anything else about week eight before we move on? I just want to say it was a great week for both of us. You know, the teams that we picked held it down. Hopefully, you know we continue to have successful weeks like that. For sure, man. For sure. Definitely excited. All right, man. We'll be right back with our week nine picks. back with our week nine picks and let's start it off halloween evening thursday nighter you got the 49ers visiting the cardinals you know what man i think i got my niners winning this game with the score of 27 to 17 who you got yeah man i got the niners i i don't think the the cardinals have a chance against the niners i think it's gonna be a blowout definitely got the niners keeping their undefeated streak alive sweet i'm happy to hear that <laughs> next up you got a divisional battle First game of of Sunday, you got the Texans at the Jaguars. Uh, this one's a hard one for me. I got to be honest with you, but you know what? I think I'm going with the rolling hot Texans on this one. I think they'll win a close one. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Uh, you know, I think it's the charisma that Gardner Minshew has and he brings to this team, and he makes me believe in this team, and I think their, tra their trajectory is going the right way. I'm going to pick the Jags in this game. Uh, you know, I'm going I'm to go with them. I think they'll be able to get it done at home. I think, you know, with J.J. Watt out, I think, uh, you know, Gardner Minshew will have more time to stay in the pocket. 
And, you know, from some of the, the last game that I watched, this guy can, you know, move out of the pocket, make a little run, free up a, a receiver, and, you know, let it rip. Um, I think the Jags is going to get it done. Not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. Next up, you got the Colts at the Steelers. I think I got the Steelers rolling on this one. I think the one with the score of uh, 21 to 14. Who you got? Yeah, I thought the Colts also winning this one. Uh, I feel like it'll be a close one because the Steelers defense is good. Uh, but ultimately, I think the Colts just overall team-wise, you know, everything they have, I think they'll end up winning this one. Next up, you got the Bears at the Eagles. And you know what, partner? Honestly, this is a must-win game for both teams to keep their season alive. I think uh, I think Philly's going to win this game. Yeah, I also got Philly. See, the thing about the Bears, I put, I kind of put the Bears and the Bills in the same, um, how, do, how would I say this? Category. Kind of as a team. You know, not boring, but great defense, but their offense just can't score points. And in the NFL, no matter how great your defense is, your offense needs to be able to score points or they won't get it done. I have the Eagles uh, basically just outscoring the Bears. You know, at the end of the day, the defense may be great, but the Eagles are going to be able to put up some points. And I don't think the Bears will really be able to put up any points with Mitch Trubisky. Got the Eagles taking this one. Yep, yep, yep. Next up, you got the Jets at the tanking Dolphins. I got the Jets winning this game. You know what? If there was a win, if there was a win, in the season for the Dolphins, <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that this be it because these Jets, you know, and they're not playing great. They're honestly not. But I don't think the Dolphins are going to forget their goal. I think they're going to keep it in mind that they are going for the number one pick. So I have the Jets taking a win in this one. Yeah, and check it out. Uh, if the Jets actually loses to Miami, they would end up having the same record. So you're right. I think Miami's going to. The Jets are a direct competitor to the Dolphins in this tanking thing. They, exactly. They, they can't. They can't afford to win against the Jets. You know. Exactly. So yeah, I, I definitely see the Dolphins tanking. Next up, ooh, this one's kind of hard for me. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. You got the Vikings at the Chiefs, and you know the Chiefs. They showed they can hang in there without their star quarterback. Um, man, this one's real tough for me, and. and I say that because I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around a Kirk Cousins led team going seven and two. Uh, man, I. But you know what? I think I'm gonna go roll. With, I'm gonna roll with the Vikings on this one. Who you got? Yeah. So I'm not sure yet if Mahomes is gonna play in this game. It would I be idiotic to play him. To come back. What happened? It would be idiotic for them to play Mahomes. They would thought that they wanted to play him against the Packers. <laughs> uh, even if he did come back, I, I think I would, even if he did come back and play the game, I think I would still take the Vikings. Because even if he does end up playing, I don't think he's going to be at 100%. And this Vikings team, you know, their defense is playing really good right now. And the Vikings offense, there's just so much weapons, you know, running, receivers. It's really, they're making, you know, Kirk Cousins seem like a great quarterback it's just there's so much options this Vikings team really if they had a real franchise quarterback uh they'd definitely be a team that you think that they could they could win it all and take the Super Bowl uh with Kirk Cousins I don't think that's a possibility 
But during regular season, regular games, uh, Kirk Cousins seems to be able to get it done. And this Vikings team uh, is looking really good. I have the Vikings. All right, we both agree. Next up, another must another must win for both teams. You got the Titans at the Panthers. I think I'm going to go with the Panthers at home. Who you got? Yeah, I, I got the Panthers too. Uh, you know, I think they're going to have a bounce back week. Um, I think they're really going to look at what they did wrong against the Niners. I think Kyle Allen's going to look to have a bounce back week. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's going to run all over the Titans. I think it's going to be a really great game for the Panthers. Next up, you got the one and seven Redskins at the Buffalo Bills. Bills are at home. I'm taking the Bills. Yeah, I'm taking the Bills in this one. I've seen a hope for the Redskins. The Redskins are a mess. They just can't seem to figure anything out. Uh, the Bills, you know, have a solid defense. So even if they can't score games, I don't see the Redskins really scoring too much on them. I do have the Bills at home on this one. Next up, you got the Bucks at the Seahawks. Something something tells me upset here. Hear me out. Head coach of the Buccaneers, Bruce Arians, was the head coach in Arizona. And there was a while where he had Seahawks, uh, Seattle's number, you know. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks won, but I'm going to go with the Seahawks in the end. Uh, you can't say upset, hear me out, and then you just pick the Seahawks. Ah, oh, come on, man. I'm being smart. Uh I'm just saying, I wouldn't be surprised. Nah, uh, you know, uh, the Seahawks, uh, they're, I think the two losses have come at home. Uh, for some reason, they haven't been as great at home. Uh, they're, they're really, even against, uh, even against bad teams, they're keeping it close. They're not really able to pull away so much. So I think this might be a close one. Uh, like you said, they could get upset. But I'm going to pick the Seahawks in this one. Yep, yep. Wilson. Man, there's a lot of good games this weekend. Next up, you got the Lions at the Raiders. And again, man, this is a must win for both teams. <sighs> man, I want to pick the Raiders. But the way Detroit's playing and the way the Raiders haven't been able to put teams away, I think I'm going with Detroit on this one. Yeah, you know what? The Raiders are just such an up-and-down team. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're sticking in close games, though. They're not getting run, doing way better than I thought they would at the start of the season. But like you said, this Lions team is for real. They're playing good. They've been in a lot of close games where they just weren't able to get down. But I, I think, you know, coming off this win they just had, I think they're, they got their confidence and they're going to keep it rolling. And I think the Lions are going to take a W. All right. Next up, you got the Packers at the Chargers. I got Green Bay. Uh, you know what? Same here. Uh, the Chargers are just playing horrible. Uh, I don't know what's so wrong with this team. You know, they just can't figure. They can't figure it out. They don't have a bad team roster wise. They just can't figure it out. These Packers are rolling. I uh, the Packers, I think, are definitely going to win this one. Man, who would have thought the Packers would be seven and one at this point? I got to be honest, I didn't see that. Next up, hey man, I told you they're going to be in the NFC Championship. Told you they're gonna be good. Uh, well, you know, hey, and you're saying who would have thought? I thought it. I put them in the NFC Championship. Barely. What you mean, barely? <laughs> uh, we'll see. 
It'll be it'll be fun come playoffs. Next up, you got the Browns at Denver. This is a must win for the Browns. They're two and five. They have all these weapons, all this talent, and they can't do shit with it. Plus, I know this this might not matter, but Joe Flacco's set to be out two to six weeks with a neck injury. So I think the Browns should win this one. You know what? This this is where they have to turn it around. The Browns really have to win this one because two and five may sound bad, but their schedule. This is the turnaround for their schedule. And we all knew starting the season, their starting schedule was rough. You know they had to have done better than two and five. I I thought at least go three and four, but this is where they need to turn it around. Uh, they need to beat the Broncos this week, and if I'm correct, I think if I'm if you know if I'm correct, I believe that next week uh, Kareem Hunt will actually be ready to go and play. I think he's he's going to be able to play in Week Ten. Yeah, that would definitely uh, spark up that offense. So this is a must win for the Browns. The Browns really have to turn around at this point. Uh, you know, they, this is where their schedule gets easier. Uh, as long, I feel like if they can keep that game plan they had against the Patriots, keep it rolling, I think they'll be successful. And I got the Browns winning this one. Yep, yep. And the next up, partner, the game of the week, the one you're excited about, you got the 8-0 Patriots at the 5-2 Baltimore Ravens. Ah, uh, I'm going to go against you again this week. I got the Ravens winning at home. You know what? This is probably the one team that I'd say I'd be the, I'm the most worried about because – uh, the Patriots have been known to struggle uh, against a, a quarterback that just, you know, basically relieves the plays and then just starts running, you hey. know, opening up different plays. Hey, a dual threat quarterback. <laughs> okay, but this is the thing, you know, a lot of quarterbacks, I feel like, I really feel like nowadays every quarterback that can, like, move around a little bit is called a dual threat quarterback. But not, not every quarterback runs the same. Lamar Jackson is a different type of cat. You know, there's a lot of Duke threat quarterbacks in today's game. But there's a difference between being able to move around when you need to and when you're just a game changer with your feet. Lamar Jackson is a game changer. This boy can, can you know, give you 150 yards running as a quarterback. That That's the one thing because as much shut down as the Patriots defense is, you know, you can have everything shut down. And I think it's going to, you know, I think this is a game where Lamar Jackson is going to run. You know, he's definitely going to be running the whole game. And it's hard to stop a guy that runs that good, you know, especially when he's the quarterback and you're defending other players and I don't know where this guy takes off. Uh, so th- I think this is definitely going to be a great game. But, you know, I'm going to go with my pass holding it down. I think they're going to get it done. Um I honestly feel like this is going to be a really good game for Brady because I think he's going to have to put up the points, and I think he's going to put them up. I don't know. Um, obviously, you know, your team's been playing perfect, right? But, like, I don't know. I'm a little concerned about the offense. Uh, I, I feel like the offense isn't as hot as it needs to be this time of year. I don't know. What do you think from a non-biased standpoint, obviously? See, like, I can't I, – it's hard to be non-biased because – if I, the way that I say things, people think I'm being biased. But let's be honest. Everybody wants to say every single year, Brady is done. There's no weapons. The offense is there. But we see what happens every single year in recent years. Uh, 
I think, you know, I think in the last four years, Brady's only thrown over 30 touchdowns one year. You know, he's not a stat machine anymore. Brady's become more of a quarterback. And you know what? I'm always going to take this quarterback over a stat machine that when he needs to make the throws, when he needs to make, you know, that precise throw, when he needs to make that drive, that's when he gets it done. You know, he has that mentality and he doesn't mess up in those big moments. This is a game that's kind of like, you know, those type of games where I think he's going to end up having to make, uh, you know, specific throws. And I always trust him to make those throws. And I'm going to trust him now. An unbiased opinion, that's just what type of quarterback and offense this is. Honestly, this isn't a star offense where they're going to break records anymore. They're just an offense that when they need to get it done, they figure out a way to get it done. This game is going to be great, and I'm excited to watch it. I can't wait. Monday nighter, you got the Cowboys at the Giants. Ah, man, another game where I'm just, I'm half and half. I don't know who to pick here. But I think them boys will win. I think, I got, I got the, I got Dallas winning this game. You know, this is going to be a really great game because, you know, uh, even though the Giants lost, you got to, you got to, them coming off a great Daniel Jones performance. You know, I think he's, that really built his confidence, especially a good, against the good Lions defense. It wasn't just, you know, a pushover team. Uh, but, like, I think the Cowboys will take this one. I think after that win against the Eagles, they're definitely pumped up. They're ready to go. I think Zeke is going to have uh, another great night. Um, I think the Cowboys, you know, from here on out for the rest of the season, I think they're pumped. I think they might have, you know, Caught that little spark that they needed, and I think they'll be ready to go. I think they'll win to this game. Yeah, it should be, should be a good divisional battle. That does it for our Week 9 picks. Stay tuned as we ease into our topic segment. back with our topic segment and um, our first topic of the night I'd like to uh, touch on JJ Watt uh, like you said earlier in the show JJ Watt is out with a um, season ending injury and this isn't the first time this has happened uh, JJ he's been such a great player his whole tenure always putting up numbers always causing havoc and I gotta ask do you do you think J.J. might retire after this season? I don't think he'll retire. I definitely don't see that happening. I think he'll come back next season. Um, you know, because I think he's still able to produce. I think he's going to come back. Uh, he'll play. I think if he suffered another injury after this, then I think he's strongly considered retiring. But right now, no. I think he's definitely going to be back next season because I think He's seen what this team can do, and he's seen the possibility, the trajectories that this team has with Deshaun Watson, you know, growing the way that he is. Uh, I definitely think he's excited for this team. I think he wants to stick around, uh, you know, get longer. So I definitely don't see him retiring. Definitely a big loss for the Texans, though. Yeah, it's sad because, like you said, you know, he's a great player. He's always fun to watch. And another season-ending injury. Well, just wanted to touch on that briefly. Next topic. I'd like to ask Rigo, uh, which team 
do you see having a, I guess like a catching a second wind and sneaking their way into the playoffs? Um, okay. So I don't want to exactly say they're going to sneak their way into the playoffs because, you know, they're kind of in a rough spot and they've really left their future, you know, also in the hands of other teams, depending on how they do. But definitely, I think, I think a team that's going to have a second half surge is the Cleveland Browns because, like I said before, despite them losing to the Patriots, I like the game plan that they had because definitely the way that that team can have success is running the ball. You know, once you're, you establish the run, then you have such great threats as for receivers that, you know, once they're open, all, all that Baker Mayfield has to do is just throw it to them. They can make plays, especially, you know, if they can win this one against the Broncos, like I said, Kareem Hunt is going to start with this team soon. That's going to be a, a double-headed monster with Nick Chubbs and Kareem Hunt as both running the ball. And then you still, and then you got Jarvis Landry and Odell on the perimeter. That's going to be a crazy, scary, you know, offense that I think will really be able to get it rolling. And their next nine games, just pretty much every game is a winnable game. They could, you know, potentially have those nine games win seven or eight and finish off the season at nine and seven, ten or six. So definitely might be able to sneak their way into a wild card game. But definitely I think they can get it fixed and I think they have they have a second half surge. I think the Lions will make uh you know, will catch a second win in the remainder of this uh of the season. They are three and three and one. Believe it or not, but having that tie actually helps their chances into getting into the playoffs because that's one less uh, L that you know would be considered. So these Lions, man, they're they're fighters, and I wouldn't be surprised if they uh, snuck their way into the playoffs at come the end of the season. What do you think? Um, yeah, I like. I just wish you know one of the things that I that I don't like about the Lions. I'm gonna be honest with you: is their quarterback. I know Matt Stafford, you know, always puts up numbers. He's always a stat machine, but I just don't see him being the type of guy when you're in those close games that gets it done. Because let's be honest, in a lot of these games that they've lost, they've been close and they've had chances. And when they need to make the drive to, you know, score some points, they just can't get it done. Matt Stafford can't get it done. I just don't feel like when there's pressure on him, games on the line, he can make the plays. And I think that's gonna be the problem for the Lions. You know, just being able to make those plays because, let's be honest, the games that they're even facing in their division are tough, you know? Those yeah. are great teams. Uh, their schedule is not not so easy. I, I, It's just that. The quarterback, I don't think, you know, when he needs to get it done, I, I, don't, I don't trust him to get it done. True, true. Well, we'll see what happens. All right. For our last topic, we want to revisit our playoff picture. And see which teams we would, uh, based on uh, how the season's playing along, we want to see which teams, excuse me, we want to see which teams will still make it into the playoffs and which teams will uh, take out. So, do you want to go first or how do you want to do this? We can start AFC uh, first and then uh, move our way. You know, uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and I'll take a, a shot at my AFC first, how I had it going. So, I will say, uh, you know, even though I think uh, two teams as of right now are out of the playoffs, I don't see my playoff picture completely falling apart. 
you know, starting, uh, you know, first episode we did, starting the season, my division winners were Patriots, Texans, Browns. Yes, I said it, Browns. And the Chiefs. And I had the wild card being the Jags, Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Ravens. The one a switch right off the bat that I can make in that division is I think the Ravens are definitely going to end up winning that division. You know, I I can admit I I am def I was definitely wrong on that one. I well, you know season's not over, but I think I made them. I think the Ravens are going to take that division. As for the other the Pats and the Chiefs, I think they'll still take that division. The one that's a little hard is the Texans, just because you know the Colts are one game up on them. The Colts are playing good, but I'm gonna trust the Texans to get it done and win that division. You know, I. I think they'll Deshaun Watson, you know, is is playing great, and I think he's gonna. The Texans are still gonna be able to take that division. I think it's gonna be right to the end, but I think they're gonna take it. Now, when it comes to wild card, uh, you know, I actually have the Jags. I still trust the Jags to make that wild card because the Colts have great coaching and they have a great team. But you know. Let's be honest. The NFL isn't isn't a, a sport where it's like, all right, you had a great first half of the season, you're guaranteed a great second half of the season. You know, as easy as you went um, six and two in the first half, you can go maybe three and three. Uh, my bad. You can go four and four, three and four in the second half. I I don't know, but I get a feeling that the Colts are going to fall off, and they're not going to be as great in the second half. And I think the Jags are going to push for that wild card. The next thing that I have is actually I still believe the Browns will make the playoffs in the wild card. Just looking at this, you know, obviously the ones that are contenders right now are the Bills. I think the Bills are going to have a big fall off just because they can't score points. Teams are going to be able to beat them. Um, The other team, the Colts, I think they're going to fall off in the second half. I think the Jaguars are projecting in the right way with Arden Minshew. And I think they'll make. Uh, I think they're going to finish off with a good record, uh, and I think that's gonna, they're going to also make the wild card. So, as of right now, AFC wise, I may have you know really the only change that I'm making is I think the Ravens are going to take the division, and Browns will go in the wild card. But other than that, as of right now, I'm going to keep all of my six picks to make the playoffs. Let me revisit mine a little bit. I had the uh, Chiefs winning their division, the Patriots winning theirs. I believe I had the Browns winning that division. And I want to say I had the Texans or the Jaguars winning the division. But uh, my my two wild cards were definitely the Ravens and the Jags or Texans. So the only teams I would change here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take out the Jags and I'm going to throw in the Bills. I think the Bills, if they keep playing great defense and if um, that offense just manages the game and, you know, choose that clock out, I think they will be able to win um, more games this season. And, uh, you know, I think I'm going to swap the Browns for the Colts. Um, my two wildcard teams, I think, will be the will be the Colts and the Bills. Um, that's what I see happening at the end of the season. You know, ju- ju- just say, you know, I know the Browns are looking great. I know the Jags are looking great at this point. I, I I need to be proven wrong. I think that's what needs to happen. I, I don't think I'm I'm keen to move off the picks that I made at the start of the season. I, I feel like I picked them, 
and I want to stick with them. Just you know, to just be like, you know, that's why I thought the second half, you know, was a different ball game. Well, you made some great points. The Colts and the Bills, you know, they're off to a great first half. If they can at least, they don't even have to play great the second half, win a couple games, or make that division. Uh, I think I'm being stubborn and and keeping the Browns. I think the Browns are definitely the team that I'm being stubborn on and having hope on. Yeah, you know, I'm so excited because anything could happen, really. You know, like you mentioned, like teams can turn it up in the second half of the season and just crush it. So it's going to be exciting, man. I feel like we're in that time of the season where we're looking at every game closely. You know, it's not it's not so much of a, all right, I picked this team, I picked that team. No, now with, you know, things kind of easing in and we're past the halfway mark, Teams need to fucking perform in order to make the playoffs. So I'm excited, man, for these upcoming games. Um, do you want to? Um, moving on to the NFC, uh, the NFC is looking really tough this year. You know, it's there's stacked. a lot of great teams in it. Uh, just to go off what I had to take at the start of the season, winning divisions, uh, I had to pick the Cowboys, Seahawks, Packers, and Saints. And wild card, I had 49ers and Eagles. Once again, I don't want to move around a lot. The one thing that I, I definitely, I think, uh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and switch on is I do think the 49ers will end up winning that division. Uh, but I still think that the Seahawks will make it uh, as the wild card team. So I think I'm just going to swap the Niners and the Seahawks right there. Uh, the one other change that I do see, you know, just from seeing football so far that I do think is going to happen, I think... Uh, the Eagles are going to miss the playoffs. And I actually have the Vikings taking their spot as of now. So, you know, I have the Seahawks and Vikings being the wild card. Uh, that's the only switch I see now. That's going to be a tough division. Of course, there's teams vying for it. Just as of right now, that's what I think, you know, my playoff picture is going to be like in the NFC. Man, I'm, I'm looking at the NFC here. And, uh, man, it's just so stacked. Uh Bear with me here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go slow here. So originally for the NFC North, I had the Bears winning that division. For the East, I had the Cowboys. South, I had the Falcons, and for the West, I had the Rams. And my two wild cards were Philly and uh, my Niners. Right. So I think I'm gonna go ahead and uh, switch it all around. So I think I got the Packers winning their division. I got the Eagles winning their division. I got the Saints winning theirs, and I got my Niners winning the division. So my two wild cards, I think, are going to be the Seahawks and the Vikings. I think the Cowboys are going to fold. And my only reason why I'm saying that is I don't trust that defense. And also, remember, they lost three games in a row. And, you know, overall, Jason Garrett, he's on the hot seat, man. It's going to be hard for me to believe he's going to be coaching his football team next week. So I think Jason Garrett has lost that team. Yeah, sure, they beat the Eagles at home. But, you know, I don't know. I just don't see the Cowboys making the playoffs this year. And the Rams as well. I think the Rams are going to have they're going to go through that Super Bowl hangover. They're going to be there's going to be games where they look great. And there's going to be games where they're just going to get blown out and shut down. So I just don't trust Jared Goff. I think he's. He's he's above mediocre. He'll win you some games, but he's not going to get you back to the Super Bowl. What what do you think about Dang, these? Bang. What's up? You 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 switched uh, your NFC. You pretty much switched up the whole thing. I did, yeah. 
Is there any? I don't think you kept the single team the thing, right? No, you're right. I had to switch it up. I, I, you know, the way these teams were performing, I, I did. I switched it up. And you know, I also noticed I left out Carolina. I don't think Carolina's gonna make the playoffs either. I just. It's it's too much for McCaffrey, you know. I, I don't think he can lead his whole team into the playoffs. And even if Cam Newton does come back, I don't see him starting. I don't. I think they're gonna stick with Kyle Allen, and they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna stick by his side even if he uh, loses some games, you know. But yeah, man, you know, looking at these games, like like I mentioned earlier, it's gonna be so exciting to see who gets in and who's left out, because there's still a lot of teams that can make the playoffs, and we could be completely wrong. So. I don't know, man. I'm pretty excited for this season. It's looking like a great one. And I hate to jinx it. I hate to be that guy. But all signs are pointing to a San Francisco-New England collision in the end. Boy, what a story that would be. Uh, you know what? If that happens, I'll bet her off. I think that's going to have to be a big wager right there. Definitely a big wager. But you know what? Man, I it would be probably the best football game that we'd watch together. And I don't mean that as, as the result of the game, you know, or any play, any plays of the game. I just mean, you know, we both love football and man, for both our teams to go to the big one and play each other, it would definitely be an emotional roller coaster. Don't you think? Finally going to stop boycotting the Super Bowl. Oh, come on now. <laughs> you know, I'd watch that one. <laughs> you wouldn't be like, ah, oh, the paper's back in it. I ain't watching it. Hey, Hey, that was one year. Or no, it was actually two. I <laughs> know, uh, but yeah, uh, like I said, that's that. You know, as of right now, just the Patriots. Uh, really, this year, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't see the Chiefs as the greatest competition. I think it's really gonna come down to the Ravens and the Patriots. I that's who I see as the strongest teams in the AFC. Uh, the Ravens, you know, it might not be sustainable, but the way they play, you know, it's tough for any team. In the NFC, definitely the Niners are a threat. And really, as of right now, I think the other team is, you know, the Saints. The Saints are always in it. They're definitely going to give competition there. But it's looking like a big possibility right now that this team could be Patriots-Niners. That would be a hell of a game. And like you said, that's going to be a great watch. Yeah, and, you know, again, like I said, I hate to jinx it. Uh, there are some pretty good games coming up with the Niners, some challenges. Definitely got the Packers and the Saints, Seattle. It, it's going to be a fun ride, man. And, man, I, I just got to say, I think doing this podcast with you and, um, you know, really digging deep into these games, I kind of I kind of have found like, a, uh, like my love for football just grew even more, you know, like. Obviously, as a Niner fan, these past couple years have been rough and seeing my team perform the way that it has, but also also looking at other teams, you know, it's just been it's been a fun ride for me, man. I'm glad we're doing the show and uh, hopefully you guys are enjoying listening to us every single week. We're dedicated to this and I I love doing this. Uh, You got any last words before we close the show up? Uh, You know what? Like you said, I'm actually really happy about the show, you know. Obviously, when you're just a fan of one team, you kind of just more pay attention to that, that team. I'm just more used to paying attention to the Patriots. Now, you know, you kind of start looking around at other teams. And, you know, uh, teams will surprise you. You know, you learn some stuff about players. Uh, you start seeing around what other players, you know, are having great seasons. It's just really fun to kind of see, the like, the whole NFL, kind of keep up with every team. 
so, you know, it, it's definitely been great. Uh, one thing I do want to say, stepping out of the NFL, you know, for, uh, for the first time here is, you know, today, Game 7 of World Series, if any of our listeners are Washington fans, congratulations on the World Series. You know, first title, first World Series win over a great team like the Astros. It was a crazy World Series, really exciting. So we got any Nationals fans, congrats. And we got any Astros fans, sorry for you guys. I think you'll definitely have another chance. Yeah, I saw some highlights, and it, it, it looked like fun, you know, like, I I always love a good underdog story and yeah, big shout out to that team for playing together and holy shit. I forgot to mention something <laughs> before we close. Uh, the teams on a bye this week are going to be the Rams, the Saints, the Falcons and the Bengals uh, real quick. Who do you think is going to benefit from this? I think the Rams, uh, I truly do. Um, I think they'll get some rest. Jalen Ramsey will get familiar with the, uh, with the defense and they have Pittsburgh, when they come back. So I think the Rams will definitely benefit from this week. Yeah. I, th- I also think it'll be the Rams. Uh, the other teams, you know, the Saints. I don't really think they're necessarily the buys that do anything for them. The other two teams, you know, not playing good. I don't think the buy will do anything for them. Like you said, I think the Rams, it's just going to be good. You know, getting, uh, Jalen Ramsey, you know, more used to the defense. Uh, you know, right now they got it rolling work out some kinks that they have in their game so i think they're definitely gonna be the most benefited by this well that just about does it for this episode partner it was a good one like always it was an honor recording this with you any last words you know i just gotta say uh hope you guys enjoy this episode hope you guys keep enjoying the podcast keep listening uh you know like always if you guys have anything you guys want us to talk about uh you know uh hit us up wherever if you guys follow us on the instagram page uh, you know, you want to hit up me or George directly, uh, feel free to do so. We'll talk about it. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Until next time, don't get too crazy. All right. We'll see y'all next week on Dual Threat Radio. Peace out, y'all. Y'all, y'all.